Hello, I'm Craig Jarrow, and welcome to the Time Management Ninja podcast, episode number eight. Today's topic is one of my favorite time management tactics. I call it time shifting. Simply put, time shifting is about shifting or changing the time of day that you do a task in order to save time. After all, we all know that when you do things during peak times or rush hour, you end up wasting a bunch of time that you could have spent doing something else. And no one likes to be sitting in traffic or an unnecessary line. So let's take a look at 10 time-shifting tips to help you recover time during your day. Time-shifting tip number one, be the early bird. Getting up before everyone else saves time. I get some of my most important tasks done while my family and the rest of the world is still asleep. If you've never tried this early time of day, I highly recommend it. Getting up just a little while before everyone else does gives you that peace and quiet time to get things done without interruptions, without phone calls or emails or other people walking in on what you're doing. So try being the early bird. If it uh, scares you to get up a whole bunch early, you could start just a half hour early or maybe an hour earlier than you normally do, but make sure that you spend that time doing something productive. Time shifting tip number two, change your commute. Most people drive or commute to work, and for many, this can be one of their largest time investments of the day. I live in a large city, and for those people that commute downtown, it can easily be 45 minutes each direction. That's an hour and a half per day, or almost a full workday per week that you're sitting in your car. If you take this out over the course of a year, it gets even scarier. You can be spending over 48 workdays in your commute. Could you save time if you changed your commute by even just a little bit each direction? Most people can. By leaving earlier for your commute, you can avoid those rush hour times, you can avoid those silly accidents that happen on the road, and you can save that much more time back in your day. So if you've got a 45-minute commute normally, but you can leave half an hour earlier, you might cut that you know, by a third or even a half. I find, I have a short commute, but I find that if I shift my commute by even 20 minutes, I can cut it almost in half. Avoiding all those lines, getting on the highway, avoiding lines at stoplights and things like that, and just avoiding that rush of traffic. So take a hard look at your commute. How could you save time by shifting it? And by the way, it might not just be shifting it up. You could try shifting it back. What if you left after rush hour in, in, in the morning or in the evening? Again, take a look at your commute. You can probably save quite a bit of time in your day. Time shifting tip number three, get creative with your errands. Errands are a great place to get creative by shifting the time that you do them. Everyone ends up running errands at the same time, right? During the work week, they do it during lunch. But on the weekend, everyone does their errands at the same time. So if you've ever been to a Costco on a Saturday around noon, you know exactly what I mean. But get creative with your errands. Um, I actually had something happen to me the other day where I actually ended up running an errand uh, on the way to work, which I don't normally do. I normally would save it to lunch or something like that. And it was quick, it was effortless, and there was no lines. And I, it really hit me that, wow, I could save a lot of time if I did this on the way to work instead of you know during lunch when everyone else is free and doing it. So get creative with your errands and see when you might be able to carve out some time to do them. Maybe you can get permission to do them during the workday. Take a half an hour or 45 minutes to go run a quick errand during the workday as opposed to doing it during those peak times when everyone else is doing them. Time-shifting tip number four, avoid shopping. We just talked about running errands, but shopping is another task altogether that you can do a lot to save time. In fact, you can avoid shopping. You can avoid running around town during busy times 
by shopping online. Um, Amazon's one of my favorite places to shop, of course, as for many people. But think about this. Do you want to run around town, run to stores, not knowing if they're going to have what you need? Or do you want to be able to shop on your own time, change that time, and you know you can shop in the morning. We talked about getting up early. You can shop at night instead of surfing all those social media sites, actually get your shopping done before bed. Um, but again, and it's not just Amazon. It's groceries and other things that you can now buy online, pet food, whatever it may be. So think about avoiding shopping and changing when you do purchase things. Not only will you save time running around town, but oftentimes you'll save money and effort as well. Time-shifting tip number five, pick better meeting times. If you work in a corporate environment, meetings are, are a way of life, and unfortunately they take up a lot of time during the day. But even more frustrating than meetings um, are meetings that end up wasting time or starting late or just, you know, not being efficient. So, and, I, and I find that by picking better meeting times, you can have quicker meetings, more effective meetings, and again, encouraging people to show up on time. I prefer to shift my meetings to the morning. The morning is when everyone's at their highest energy level. Um, they're ready to part participate and they're ready to get things done. Maybe you avoid that first thing in the morning meeting as people are late getting into work, but mid-morning to lunch is one of the best times to have productive meetings. You definitely want to avoid those after-lunch meetings, especially when people are late getting back from their social lunches or in a food-induced coma or something like that. So try shifting your meeting times. And um, another tactic I've talked about in the past is about cutting meeting times shorter. But by having your meetings at better times, you can not only have hopefully shorter meetings, but more effective meetings. So pick better meeting times. Time-shifting tip number six, send strategic emails. There are many opinions on when it's best to send emails. And emails, again, are one of those time sucks that can really, you know, take up your day if you get in and out and in and out of your inbox. So I really prefer to do email only twice a day. And my time shift for email is to do it first thing in the morning and last thing at the end of the day. I think that sending emails first thing in the morning is a great time to send emails. It may not be a great time to process your emails, but it's a great time to send emails. And here's why I prefer to send them first thing in the morning. First of all, again, you're up before others and you're sending emails when there isn't a deluge of email coming into your inbox and you can just concentrate on getting your messages out. But here's the secret. If you send emails really early in the morning, I tend to send mine around 4 or 5 a.m., guess what? When other people get to work, whose emails are sitting at the top of their inbox? Yours. So it's a great time to get your emails out there and in front of other people. Um, this morning, actually, I sent an email to my boss very early in the morning, and sure enough, boom, I had a response by about 7 a.m. So if you're trying to reach people, especially if you know they're going to be busy during the day, send those strategic emails first thing in the morning. Time-shifting tip number seven, call early or call late. In addition to emails, phone calls are, are another activity that are well impacted by shifting the time that you actually do them. If you're trying to reach somebody, Again, I find that the best time to reach people, especially leaders and managers, is first thing in the morning. You know, try them before the workday starts, before that meeting uh, deluge starts, and you'll be surprised. Most managers, even CEOs of companies, will actually pick up their own phone early in the morning. So if you're trying to reach somebody by phone, try them early. And, and again, those early birds may be in the office as early as 7 or 8 a.m. or something like that. So try those phone calls early. And then as well, 
Calling late is an interesting tactic as well. You can sometimes catch people at the end of the day, although sometimes it's a cliche that if you want to leave someone a message, a good time to call is the end of the day and leave that message or send that action in motion or whatever you need to do. So try time shifting your phone calls. Call early and call late. See how that works. Time shifting tip number eight. Get creative with your creative work. Creative work requires special attention. You need to be able to isolate yourself, avoid interruptions, and really, you know, get your brain into the creative activity that you're trying to do. Whether you're writing or trying to assemble a presentation or brainstorm new ideas, you know, creative work needs time, but it also can take up a lot more time if you're constantly getting interrupted or you can't get in the zone. So again, try shifting the time you do your creative work. Instead of doing it during the busy workday when you've got meetings and interruptions and phone calls, shift it to a time that's quiet. And three times that really pop to mind immediately are, again, the early morning that we've already discussed. Lunchtime is actually a great time to do some creative work and shut your door or put your headphones on while you do some creative work while others are out being social, eating lots of uh, fast food. Or end of day or after hours can also be another great time. Once the office has gotten quiet again or once you're able to find some quiet time again, end of day can be a great time as long as you can keep your energy level up. So get creative and try doing your creative work at a different time than you normally do. Time shifting tip number nine, always pack the night before. One of the worst times to pack or even get ready for leaving for work is the morning of. You end up rushing around, stressing, and looking for things that you can't find all at the last minute. So always pack the night before. This saves time. You can relax. You can gather things on your own time frame. And even if you have to adjust and, you know, say you need something for a trip that you don't have in the house, you don't create a last-minute errand that you have to do during peak times to go get something. So pack the night before. If it's for a trip, it's even better to pack a day or two in advance. But you'll save time by shifting when you do your packing. This works as well for even simple things like getting ready for work. You know, laying out your materials or your stuff that you need to take into work the night before saves time because you're not rushing and panicking and doing it the morning of. So always pack the night before. Time shifting tip number 10, early to bed, early to rise. So to bring this uh, time shifting topic full circle, one of the other things that I find that most people can time shift is their bedtime. And uh, if you go back to tip number one about getting up early and A lot of people give the excuse that I can't get up that early. I won't get enough sleep. But you might want to look at time shifting your bedtime because a lot of the things that people stay up late doing, whether it's playing on social media or watching, you know, binges on Netflix or whatever it may be, just aren't worth the time. So take a look at your bedtime and ask yourself, do I need to stay up this late or should I shift my bedtime earlier so that I can get up earlier and save time in my day? So take a look at your bedtime today. So there you have 10 time-shifting time management tips to help you recover time in your day. That's quite a tongue twister. But hopefully, by shifting the time of your activities, you may just find that you can recover significant amounts of time in your day just by changing the time that you do them. I hope that today's tips have helped you. And again, this is Craig Jarrow for Time Management Ninja. I hope you'll find me on the web at timemanagementninja.com or you can also find me on Twitter at TMNinja. Thank you very much and until next episode.